Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Well, hello and welcome and welcome to the studio. Welcome to Arts and Wellness Cafe. Have you got your trusty drink? I don't know what you're drinking. I've got my ordinary tea and I've got my herbal tea. I usually start the day with my herbal tea and then intersperse that with my... (laughs) Ordinary tea. Anyway, enough about tea. Um, so glad you could join me. So, how have you been? How have you been keeping? Today, the topic, which should have started this week, but um, hey, you know, we do what we can. But the topic is love. Um, and it's always focused on how do we look at that from how do we look at the words from a creative perspective because I'm not going to tell you about love depending on what age you are you've had your relationships you've had your experiences you've reflected some of you may not have reflected and you've got your opinion about what that means to you and um, what I always like to look at is how these words impact on us ourselves because when we think about the word love are we loving ourselves enough to show up for ourselves and that's something that I often struggle with I say to myself yeah you're gonna I'm gonna do this where it's it's and it's usually a thing that is um, self nurturing that I then say oh I'll do that tomorrow so I want you to think about the things that you promise that you will do for yourself and how often you are either letting yourself down, putting it off and not doing it at all. Now, the start of, it must have been October. Um, No, actually it was for my birthday and I said that um, one of the gifts that my, one of the gifts, the gift that my son was gonna give, give to me was 10 visits to the beach that he would accompany me. So it was just really spending, you know, spending quality time and just hanging out. I said to him, you don't even have to go into the sea, but that is, you know, something that doesn't cost you anything, you know, but the petrol in the car, you know. So that was just about, that was not only self-nurturing for me, but it was about building, you know, building relationships and especially during this time, where we were spending a lot more time and I think globally you know a lot more people were spending online and um, and we're focused on what we have to do and everybody's just you know so the quality time with say loved ones was something that also suffered as well so um, but that's something that I've not you know kind of held hard and fast to and I think we've probably been on one visit, so I'm still I'm still due nine, Sakani. <laughs> but um, but it's a simple thing. I mean, I love going into the sea. I love that feeling, and it's it's almost being at one with nature. And I even when I'm thinking about it now, um, 
So just getting into the water and I literally just, you know, you're floating your uh, treading water and you're just there staring out at the expanse and the colours and, you know, the skyline and the birds and just everything about it is really nurturing for me. And so I often say to myself, so when I do go, I say to myself, you know, why am I, you know, it's almost like you're punishing yourself. And so we have to really think about all of those things that we promise to do for ourselves. You know, you might have a, you know, even a manicure or whatever it is, whatever it is, think about whatever it is that you promise yourself that, you know, it's, it helps you nurture yourself. It helps you remind yourself how special you are. And, you know, especially if you're somebody, say, you may live on your own. And <clears throat> in these times where we can be even, you know, the, the increase of um, isolation is, is, is um, has gone up. And if you were feeling isolated before, you know, during lockdown, quarantine or whatever it is, you know, you will experience that even more. So that's one of the things in the aspects of love. Are you loving yourself enough? Are you, you know, looking after yourself and nurturing yourself and doing those things for yourself is a way to show the inner child that you actually care about you. You know, you care about, and, and what that will do, showing yourself that you care about yourself, um, and not in a selfish way, not in a way that, you know, I don't care what anybody else does, I'm gonna do this for me. And, you know, things that may impact on other people in a negative way. Um, you looking after yourself and making sure you spend quality time shouldn't impact on others in a negative way and it's only those people who are narcissists that will feel negative about it because you're not focusing on them um, so you emphasizing you have to think about how much time you're spending for yourself on yourself with yourself um, nurturing yourself and when we look at the creative aspect it's looking at looking at the thing that you do as a creative and thinking what and, and thinking about how you approach it you know um i've i've heard people say that you know if you found your passion so you know they call it passion if you find your passion then it should be easy and it's just like who said who said doing the thing you love is always easy i mean i love um being an artist it's not always easy there's aspects of it that can be challenging and times where I don't want to show up um, but you have to and the love comes the, the love that comes into it is that you've shown up for you you know you um, are not taking what you do for granted and excuse me just taking a sip of tea for my podcast listeners that you um, take what you do seriously uh, because I always say that everything that we do as creatives has an impact on somebody else around the world in terms of when you share that, what you don't realize is that what you've 
put your time and effort into can bring um, healing, can bring understanding, can bring, bring clarity, um, can help somebody else in some way, form or fashion that you don't actually realise. And so it's selfish if you're not sharing your gifts. It's selfish if you're not, you know, um, you don't have to spend 24 hours a day on social media, but being on social media, <laughs> being on social media enables us to share what we do around the world. And so, you know, pick one and share on that, but you have to be sharing what you do because, you know, people are at different levels, people are at different stages. And whether you think, oh, you know, um, oh, I can't do this. And when I listen to some of the feedback I get from people who are at the beginning of their journey and they can, be quite negative about the things that they do. And it's just like, what you don't realize that there's somebody who's even um, less experienced than you feel you are. And who seeing you, you know, you might be struggling with, I don't know, let's say for instance, an art technique and you just say, oh, I'm so rubbish at this because I can't do it. And it's just like, for one, don't say that about yourself because you're being negative you're joining in with all those negative naysayers who you've heard say negative things about you over the years and you're joining in when you start speaking negative about yourself you're joining in you're confirming some of those things you know um because they said well you can't do this you can't do that or you shouldn't do that or don't talk like that or don't be so loud or don't <laughs> shine your light because it all boils down to people not wanting you to shine your light because they've not known how to connect with theirs. So you have to think about and reflect on all those negative things that you may have heard and recorrect them because they were wrong. You know, they were wrong when they said you'd never amount to anything. They were wrong when they said, you know, you're boring or you're this or you're that or, you know, think of all the th negative things that well, don't because you don't want that in your space. But think about and reflect on the things that you may have gone through. You have to counteract it because they say for every one negative comment, you have to shower yourself with at least 150. So we have a lot of work to do when we think about how we not only ourselves talk about ourselves, think about ourselves, because just because you haven't said it, those thoughts can become, you know, those are, can become real. You know, people have thought things into existence in the sense that, you know, from, it starts with a thought and then you put it down on paper and then you create it. And so we have to be very careful about what you think. There's that um, saying, um, as a man thinketh, so is he. So if you're thinking negative about yourself, then that's what your output is going to be because you are not providing the balance. And, um, you know, um, providing the balance for ourselves is something that we need. So we have to love what we do and show up for ourselves because it's, it's not always going to be easy. Sometimes that what we call a creative block just means for me 
is that I have to work on something else and that's probably why I'm usually always working on a lot of different things and if you were to see my sometimes when you see my feed you might think well it doesn't even matter what you think but you might think to yourself oh there's a lot of things going on there and it was just like I used to worry about that I used to say to myself oh, you know it's still this um, you've got to do the one you know it's the one thing and whilst you do have to um, focus and get things done who says you know you can't be doing wood burning and paper clay making and sculpting and sewing on fabric and all of the things I love to do it's just like oh yeah I want to try this but I make room I make room for it and so I can get a lot of things done and sometimes I'll be working on three or four things and you'll only see the one thing and um, you know say months later or you know there's some things that I've done that I still haven't shared and that's like you know at least a year a year later so you have to you know there is this balance that you have to to remind yourself that just because I'm having a difficult time doesn't mean it's not for me it just means that you may have to look at it from a different perspective but you have to show up for yourself you have to um, work through it because it, there's, it's an amazing feeling when you're struggling with a particular supply and you're working through it and it's still difficult and then you have a breakthrough and it's just like oh my gosh and you can actually see where you had that breakthrough and when you think about how you used to think about this thing you don't normally think about it. you don't think about it in the same way you have got you've kind of worked on your muscles and that's what I call you know filling the creative well you know we have to arm ourselves and have a toolkit that we carry around and I use it when you know I'm I may be going to an opening and I might might not be feeling myself and so that gives me the confidence or I use tools like I mean I think when I first started one of my tools was to talk to the artist who was having the exhibition or talk to other artists because I felt quite self-conscious and so I did a lot of interviews with people um, about their work and that helped me feel less um, self-conscious for some reason I'm not sure why um, and often now if I'm not I mean obviously with with uh, you know things on lockdown and things closing I, I haven't really done very many interviews but it feels sometimes it feels funny if I'm going to an exhibition and I'm not saying hi it's Amanda you know uh, we're here at this exhibition and I'm going to talk to you know X Y or Z so fill in your creative toolkit and making sure that you have um, strategies that can deal with you feeling less than or you feeling that you don't want to do a particular thing and that, and you have to listen to how you feel because you may not generally genuinely want to do a particular thing but um, you're coming from the standpoint of you're not feeling good about yourself so where it is that you know you generally don't want to do it because 
you realise that working with that particular supply is not what you like. Now I've said that about so many things and then and then years later saw it in a different perspective like um, weaving, it was just like there is no way on this earth that I've got time for that. Sit stitching, there's no way on this earth that I've got time for that. The um, working with pastels. I hate the feel of the pastels on my skin, so there's no way I'm doing it. And I've done and really enjoyed a lot of them. It's so funny, like, even though I'm talking about the pastels, I can still feel that feeling that I dislike, but I actually like the, um, it's like the immediacy of working with pastels and um, the softness that you get. And then with the stitching, found that it's quite therapeutic and what was the other one? Um, weaving. Again, I love working with, um, it's it's the, what I call sculptural looms. So creating a loom that is gonna be permanent. It's not, you know, you're not taking the, the woven piece off and that becomes the piece of art. So I just love all that because I'm sourcing the wood from my garden and the cotton that I would sometimes incorporate into the woven piece. So, um, you know, Jen, think about the thing that it, it is that you say you don't like. Think about, is there an emotional, is there any emotion attached to it in the sense that, you know, somebody told you that you were never good at it or, is it that, you know, well, I've tried it and yeah, I didn't really particularly like it. And even on that, I've tried certain supplies and because it, it was that particular supply that didn't sit with me. So certain pastels, um, I, I, I love the soft pastels. I've only tried, um, I think three different varieties of soft pastels and there are others out there. So I'd like to try some of those because they may sit with me even better. Um, so <laughs> the other thing I would say is about thinking about your happiness. So you, know, you are doing all these things to bring you to a place of balance, to make you feel happy about yourself. Somebody once said to me, oh, you know, you're supposed to make me happy. And I was just like, it was in um, a discussion, heated discussion about you're supposed to make me happy. It was just like, which part of me is supposed to make you happy? Um, you're supposed to come to relationships feeling happy about yourself. It's not my responsibility to make you happy. Because if it was my responsibility to make you happy, what would that say about my happiness, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that you can't do things for people and you know those people that you, you people you love or whatever it is you know that you you know but not over and above like I've got to do everything that you want because that's what's going to make you happy that's selfishness and that's probably narcissistic narcissistic um, but think about what makes you happy and do those things going to the beach going into the sea makes me happy so why would I not do that for myself Spending time um, using art in a therapeutic way, so just using it and creating and not worrying about making an end product is what makes, what makes me happy. There are certain things that, yes, I'm committed to doing this or this video or making this. I've just uh, spent some time this morning um, writing a list of 
the output, video outputs, and it was just like, you've got to make how many videos? But it's just like, that's what I enjoy doing. I, and it's part of my work, and it's part of the thing that I do. So it's not something that I dislike. Sometimes, again, feeling self-conscious about yourself, it's just like, um, and I guess not everybody does, but when you do, it's just like, oh, um, I don't know, I don't know what to do with myself. No, not that I don't know what to do with myself, but you know what I mean, you're just not feeling it, and you're just thinking, oh gosh, you know, um, you're just thinking, oh gosh, but just start. Sometimes you just have to start, and that's what I do. So I want to look at a few of the things that I've been working on. I always do that, and um, I may show a little video after this, but um, so I'm working on. Ah! So I'm still working in my journal. I've been sharing some of the. Um, images that I've been creating from the Lifebook Taster session. As one of the teachers, I found it difficult at the time to focus on, you know, any of the other teachers and what they were doing. But since, um, since, since it's finished, the last, you know, the two weeks, um, what I've been doing is just taking my time and using that as my part of my morning practice, just watching some of the videos, getting to know the artists that shared their work. And some of the videos I was able to watch, but just catching up and it's actually nice to then start thinking, oh, you know, that's a nice technique or whatever. So I've been doing that. I've been, and um, when I know I did it yesterday, but you wouldn't have seen it, but I created this and all it is, so on the back, when you look at the back, so you're the you're the first to see it. So for my podcast listeners, I hope that you do come over and watch the video, and I will hopefully have some um, details on my blog. But I'm showing a. So for those who can see it, this is a um, what is it? Eight by eleven and a half. It's like A4 size um, piece of fabric, and we're looking at the back of the fabric and on the back of the fabric um, it's dyed a kind of purpley colour and it's got stitching on in a circular motion and so these are pieces these are the way that I make some of my pieces so it's been dyed with the avocado seed um, dye so it's a really lovely it's a dusky dusky pink and what I've done is use a whole series of scraps on um, the front. I've just laid down all the scraps that I had and then adhered them and then stitched them. And it's a lovely way to create a new piece, give them a second life. So I've been working on that, did that, and what I've also got to then add is some more stitching. So that actually is quite <laughs> that's a distraction from some of the pieces that I'm making because I've got some other pieces that I've been working on that actually came before them that should actually be should be worked on but it's sometimes nice to follow your impulses and see where they lead so I had this bag of you know just scrapped scrap pieces some of them like less than an inch big and it was nice to it's nice to see them actually go to some use rather than what you know I mean, I don't like throwing anything away 
well not true, I don't like throwing any art supplies, materials or papers away because I, I use a lot of them, recycle a lot of them. So um, yeah, it was nice to see them in uh, a project. And um, the other thing I started was I had these, um, you know, the um, cotton on a reel. So I've taken the cotton reel that's empty and I'm creating these kind of like mini fabric, um, I'm creating some mini fabric, like, a, uh, what would you call them? I don't even know what they call them, but it's a strip of fabric that wraps round and on it is going to be um, stitched um, elements on it. So it's gonna look really pretty. So the stage that I've got it to now is that, oh, it's the wrong way. The stage that I've got it to now is that it is um, covered in like a lace and the lace wraps around and is, is on top of um, a softer material. So I've got two of them, two empty ones, so I'm gonna be doing something with those and I'm really um, looking forward to, again, it's about working small sometimes because you need a bit of, it's a way of focusing, it's a way of bringing clarity, it's a way of um, being mindful mindfulness and um, I do that a lot as well with mini journals and I shared last week with um, about some mini journals and how you know this is like say an inch this journal is an inch big but if you've got the excuse that you don't have any time you've got something to work on that you know you could take a minute and do a page and um, and just doodle on it or add some paint or create a figure and you can carry them around with you so if you're feeling that you never have any time here's a way to help reclaim your time by you know taking a little mini journal out and wherever you are you could be waiting in line for something you could be in a car, on a bus or whatever it is, wherever you're going and you've got this surface that you can do something on. You know, you could observe your surroundings and, and, and pick out something from your surroundings and, and draw it or write something or write a word on it that will, um, that's encouraging, fill it up with encouraging words and, you know, once a day, just take it out and wherever whatever the page lands on, opens, you focus on that word. You know, so there's so many different ways in which you can encourage your creativity. You can show yourself some love and you're nurturing yourself in at the same time. Um, so the other thing that I will be um, rolling out next week <laughs> is my paper packs. Um, I've been, for those who were or on my mailing list they've um, seen them and I will be sharing um, next week I'll be sharing the link for where you can sign up and I'll be um, sharing these free paper packs I did talk about it last week but um, it's a collection of um, some imagery and you can use it in your art journals and it's free to download I do have 
additional paper packs that are you know full of a lot more content that um, I'm going to be sharing so next week I will be sharing the link where you can sign up and you can download um, a copy of the paper pack and have fun with it and you know I'd love to see how you get on the only thing you have to do is answer two questions. So the questions are, what do you find creatively challenging and what would you like to work on? What, you know, art supply you'd like to use or, you know, it could be, you know, anything that you'd like to work on or whatever. But talk about, think about one of the challenges, creative challenges that you may have. A lot of us, <laughs> our challenge is finding the time to fit everything in, but you just do what you can. So. I hope you had a, a good session. I hope that there have been some things that you've been able to connect with and think about and, you know, even apply to yourself. And I look forward to seeing you on this creative journey because we're all on it and we've all got our role to play. We've all got an input to make and we all have value. We've all got something valuable to share and to say and it doesn't matter at what stage you think you are your voice matters and it would be great to hear what you think so i'm gonna leave it there for now for my podcast listeners thank you for joining in thank you for listening and i look forward to sharing even more with you um hop over on to my um podcast and you'll be able to listen to a few more things that you don't get to see on my youtube video and i look forward to yeah connecting with you again take care for now see you soon you're listening to reality arts helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents thank you for listening to this week's podcast you can check me out on my blog or youtube channel for more creative insights videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.